Alright guys, welcome back to another episode of Too Many Hobbies. I am your host, Brian Ellithorpe. Today I wanted to discuss my weightlifting tactics and my goals as I transition from the summer into the winter, as well as my diet approach. So let's get into the episode. Alright guys, well thank you for tuning in to another episode. You guys seem to like the last weightlifting episode, so I decided to do another one. Uh, I want to keep doing as many of these as I can. I know that there's not a whole lot of topics that I can discuss for 25 minutes, but I'm going to do my best. I'm going to keep trying to come up with different uh, topics to talk about and try and keep it interesting for everybody. I know that the powerlifting community is rather small compared to you know crossfit or circuit training or anything along those lines but it might be a little uh little more interesting coming from me who does all of my training in a home gym and we can also discuss some of the the equipment that i use to uh that i've been using in my home gym some of the new stuff that i've got so hopefully you guys enjoy this episode So let's get into the topic for today. So I want to preface this by saying that most of the, of my early powerlifting career, I was competing in the springtime. So the way that I would transition a lot of my weightlifting was coming off of a, or into an off season. And that made it a little bit easier to kind of deload in the summer So my main approach when I come into the summer is to stick with high rep and like a medium to low weight. I'm not trying to kill myself during the summer. You know, I want to be, I want to stay lean in the summer just because I'm doing a lot of stuff outside. I'm on the boat, you know, all that stuff. I don't, I don't want to be carrying around any extra weight in the summer, especially in like the middle of the summer in July when it's a hundred degrees, there's really no, no need to have any extra weight that like, if I'm coming off of a powerlifting meet, um, I'm normally cutting for that anyway. And normally I sit around two thirty in like a heavy training, uh, season. So at, during that, that heavy, well, towards like the end of that heavy training season to like a meat prep, I'm trying to stay below 230 towards the end of that and the beginning of the prep. And then in the prep, I'm trying to drop below 220 because that's the, the weight class that I'm competing in. And uh, so normally coming off of a meet, I'm sitting somewhere around 215 to 218. And I try to maintain that throughout the summer. Um, doing a lot more cardio because I like to be outside doing stuff. And so I'm, I'm kicking up the cardio quite a bit more from a lot of like low impact, uh, cardio, you know, to more of like a hit type cardio where I'm doing like quick bursts, you know, sprints, um, rows, 
anything that I can do in like quick spurts. Um, I did do a program from bodybuilding.com a long time ago. It was called 30 Days Out. And uh, that kind of stuck with me. I did that probably eight years ago. And that program really stuck with me as far as the cardio aspect of it. So I was doing a lot of these like, the idea was that you were doing two cardio workouts at the end of your training session. So like, you do a normal weightlifting session, and then at the end of it, you would do five minutes for each cardio exercise. And so, like, say you were doing, like, box jumps or step-ups, you were doing 45 seconds on and then a 15-second uh, rest period. And there was, like, certain uh, thresholds that you were trying to get to. So, like, say that... You were doing rows. You were trying to keep it at a certain RPM for 30 of the 45 seconds or whatever it was. And uh, the little goals like that really helped me stay with the high-intensity cardio just because normally if I don't have something that I'm trying to get to, I can get pretty complacent when I start doing real high-intensity cardio, especially high-intensity interval cardio. Um, that seems to really get my heart rate up a lot more than just doing like long winded sprints. Um, the interval cardio, I feel like I get a lot more out of, but if I don't have something that I'm working towards in that interval cardio, then I feel like I start to plateau or I get complacent and I just kind of stop doing it. So that program having like the little goals during your cardio session really helped me out and I really enjoyed doing all of that. So I try to carry it through a lot of my like summer training. So normally, like I said, if I'm coming off of a powerlifting meet, I'm trying to like re I'm trying to recover from a 16 week prep as well as like the heavy training before that prep. And, um, most of the time I'll take like a month off of heavy weights completely. So I'll stick around like a, maybe for my bigger lifts, I'll stay in like the eight to 12 rep range for four sets. And then for like my accessory work, I'm somewhere around 12 to 15 reps for four or five sets, just so that I get a lot of volume, but I'm not getting a lot of heavy weight to it. So I'm still activating my muscles i'm getting a similar uh similar training aspect of like heavy weight where like i feel like i've i feel tired i feel sore but it's a different sore it's not like a bone aching sore it's just like a superficial muscle sore and i pretty much carry that all the way through like september so for the most part you know, when I'm doing arms, I'm sticking around like 12 to 15 reps per exercise, four or five sets. And uh, a lot of my training for arms in the summer is just getting a, a nice pump. Um, not trying to build a whole lot of muscle with my arms. I'm not that concerned about it. For shoulders, it's more of a recovery for shoulders because of the heavy uh, benching and like the upper back for like a lot of the heavy deadlifts. So for that, I'm switching to like 
not as many heavy presses. So I might just do like dumbbell presses with a lot of um, like delt work, rear delt, side, lateral delts, front delts, traps. And I'm just doing like heavy or high, high weight, not a lot of he high reps, <laughs> not a lot of heavy weight. Uh, similar for everything else. I mean, back, I'm not doing a lot of heavy deadlifts. I might do like some Romanian deadlifts with lower weight. Uh, maybe some straight leg deadlifts. I'll switch in there. Definitely doing GHR, um, with like light weight or no weight at all for like high 20 set reps, 20 rep sets and, uh, lat pull downs, face pulls, stuff like that. Just really trying to stretch everything back out after doing such heavy weight for such a long time. Um, 16 weeks can really put a big strain on your body. So you need to make sure that you're recovering correctly afterwards or you're going to get injured, which I have a few times. And my back being the spot that I injure the most, I'm trying to really keep that limber um give it time to recover build up some more muscle you know high high rep sets will help you know increase your volume um that kind of stuff i enjoy mixing it up and doing that and switching to like a bodybuilding style workout anyway but then for like chest i'm going Lighter weight, high rep, same thing for legs. But I'm not most of the time in the summer I'm not doing squats. I might do from some front squats, but I focus more on leg press. And then like once a month I'll hit back squats just to keep that that motion, keep that muscle memory. Um, but when I'm at a lower weight, it seems to throw off my squat balance a lot. I get out of groove and I don't want that to become muscle memory at a lower weight. It's crazy how much of a difference 15 pounds will make in my squat form. Um, it shouldn't, but it does. I'm not a professional. So I just kind of roll with the punches on that. And I'm just working through the summer, trying to stay lean, trying to stay healthy. Um, I don't compete in the summer. I have before and I really did not like it. I've competed in the fall and I didn't like that either. I stayed too lean in the summer for what my goals would be to go into a powerlifting meet. And if I'm going into a powerlifting meet, I'm really not trying to go in like mediocre. It's a lot of work to put in, um, especially for somebody that, you know, I don't take steroids or anything like that. So my recovery is completely based off of supplements and my food intake and in the summer I just noticed that I have a hard time sticking to like a high calorie diet when it's warm I really don't get hungry um, I'm drinking a lot of water and I'm just it's hard to stay heavy enough and eat enough in the summer to carry myself into a powerlifting meet and a powerlifting prep there's a lot of times in the summer that I'm training late at night because I'm trying to get the most out of the daylight in the summer and it just doesn't, or if I'm fishing or something after work, like, like I really did find a, it's hard for me to get 
motivated to work out after I've been fishing after work or something like that. So I try to stay, I try to stay more to a bodybuilding or high volume workout during the summer just because it's, it's easier on me and I just like to enjoy the summer more and not focus on powerlifting year round. Um, it's a little more difficult for me to get into a, a meat, a meat prep in the summer is the main, main point I'm trying to make. So what I do when I'm trying to transition though, from the summer into like a heavier weightlifting season, which is normally the fall or like the end of the fall, um, like beginning of the winter. I try to, I try not to lift heavy, um, during the beginning of duck season. It, I focus a lot of my time on duck season and getting ready for it. And while I'm still working out during the week, um, by the time that the second or third week of duck season rolls around, like my body is struggling pretty hard just because of all the early mornings and I'm just super tired. So most of the time I'll drop down to like four days a week just because that Monday I'm so tired from the whole weekend that I'm trying to play catch up on sleep. So it's not great for me. Um, that first few weeks of my body trying to adjust to duck season, uh, it really does a number on me. So once I start to get back into the groove of duck season, then I find myself, especially after daylight savings time, when it gets real dark at 5.30 and I have nothing better to do, that's when I start to get the itch to, to train a little bit longer. And so like in the last two weeks since, I think it was last weekend, um, our daylight savings time kicked in and that's when it really started to click for me that it was about the same time as it is every other year, right? When daylight savings time hits, then I start to transition back into like heavier weights and, you know, I, I hadn't pulled anything over 400 since probably January. And as soon as that week of daylight savings time hit, like last week, I pulled 405 for five and 450 for three. And I was super sore after that. I'm not even going to lie. That was, that was a rough couple days after that. Um, just cause I, I don't know. I was just feeling it that day. I just really wanted to go heavy. So I did. And 450 was about the max that I can do at my house. I think I can go up to like 470 with fives and two and a halfs and stuff like that. But I just bought another set of 45s. So I can go up now I think to 565 total, I believe. I'll have to double check on that. But um, the most that I would probably do in the basement anyway is 550. Even if I was, or 560 maybe. If I was training for a meet, um, the heaviest I've gone in a meet is 585, so I would, and I don't think that I even pulled 585 before that. I just trained really, really hard at 550, um, and I was able to pull 585, so I'm sure one of these days I'll get another set of 45s if I really start going heavy again, um, 
the plan now is for me to do a push pull in like around April. So that gives me like two months of getting back into heavy weight and then I can do a 16 week um, prep for that. And that'll be kind of how I'm going to transition from this year um, into winter and kind of my plan for training for that. Um, but as I was saying for duck season, I try and keep it low impact and I'm, I'm doing a little less cardio just because of all the walking that I end up doing in waders and stuff like that. Um, the cardio aspect of transitioning into the winter, I'm not too concerned about. Uh, I naturally gain a little bit more weight and I get back up closer to 230. Um, I'm at 230 right now and I'll pretty much top out at like 230, 232. I I could get heavier, but just the amount of activity that I'm doing and the amount of uh, working out that I do, I just naturally kind of stay at 230. And right now what, what the what I'm kind of transitioning into is like I said, I'm still, I'm doing like a real heavy day each week. I did heavy deadlift last week. I did heavy bench and this week I'll probably go back to heavy deadlifts or like a heavy set of fives for deadlift and then keep it at a high volume for bench. If I'm going to start going towards like a push pull. So a lot of my accessory work will pretty much stay the same. They might, like if I'm doing presses or something like that, or like uh, rows, I'll probably drop down to eights so I can go a little bit heavier but still get a lot of rep work in, Um, leg press and stuff like that. I pretty much just load up my leg press um, with as much weight as I have and just do it for four or five sets until it starts to hurt. Um, That's somewhere around like 15 to 20 reps. I can do about four or five sets of that, and it seems to work out pretty nicely. Um, So I think what my plan now is I'm still going to stick around four days. I try to take a day off when I have dog training and just not worry about it. I might come home and do cardio, but I try to stick to four, four good days And then I might train once on the weekend, depending on if I hunt or not. Um, This year is a little bit different for me as far as like this, this transition goes, just because I've been a little bit more disciplined than like maybe the last two years, just because I don't have to go anywhere since I have my gym in the basement. Um, Some new equipment that I've got in the last couple weeks was I got a, uh, I got a GHR for the basement. It's not the greatest one, but it was pretty cheap. I bought it for 80 bucks. Um, I was gifted a leg press for doing a wedding video for my buddy who had a leg press that he didn't want anymore. So I have that down there, and it's like the the low pivot style that I like. And so that's been really, really cool to have that down there. Um, I bought a new bench that has leg extension leg curl and preacher curl on it and i really like doing preacher curls on that it's preacher curls have always been like a staple of my bicep training as well as hammer curls so being able to do both of those at the same time now 
uh, and the basement has been pretty awesome. Um, I've been going pretty hard on that. But yeah, this transition will be nice. Uh, I can kind of, I can keep myself a little bit more focused. I like to come home after daylight savings time, uh, get the dogs outside. And sometimes it's hard once I get home to want to go somewhere to work out after I've already gotten here and I'm settled in. I really don't want to drive anywhere after that. But now it's nice because I can do stuff outside. And as soon as it starts to get dark, I just come inside and start working out. And then I have plenty of time to get dinner ready if the wife's not home. And it works out pretty nicely that way. A lot less stressful trying to get to the gym and get a workout in when I can do everything in the basement. And especially with all the stuff that I have now, there's really nothing that I can't do down there. Um, I'm even struggling to try and find like new equipment that I would want. I've considered getting some heavier dumbbells, like some hundreds or one fifteens for doing, um, flat bench dumbbells. Uh, I like to switch those up a little bit too. When I start going heavy again, kind of work on like my stability muscles and stuff like that with those heavy dumbbells. Um, I really like the hundreds. 115s are nice for doing like sets of six and stuff like that. So I'm thinking that that might be the next purchase for the basement as well as another set of 45s just so that I'm not limited when I start getting like really into heavy deadlifts again. But I picked up a pretty nice pair of cap dumbbells at Dick Sporting Goods for 60 bucks a piece, which right now and especially during the pandy was pretty unheard of. Everybody was trying to sell their 45s like they're worth their weight in gold. And it was really annoying, honestly. People had these rusted out plates in their barn. They're selling them for 200 bucks for a pair. And they're still up for sale because guess what? Nobody's going to buy rusted plates for over $100. People are out of their minds. They think that's what they're going to get for them. So with all of that, I'm hoping that, you know, this winter transition is starting to go pretty smooth now so hopefully i can keep that up towards the end of the season once it starts to get cold it's pretty easy to stay inside and be training heavy not wanting to go outside so i'm gonna keep pushing along with that and really dial in it's my training for the next couple couple months um once i find a push pull and i have like a set date then I'm hoping to try and find one for the middle of April and then like the mi middle of January I can start and then I'll also start like cutting weight. I try to do that very slowly so it doesn't affect a lot of my center of gravity for um, especially for deadlift. For bench it's not really that big of a deal but for bench it can really throw off my hinge point and stuff like that for going heavy on dead. So with a, I do a moderate sumo stance and I've noticed that my weight really doesn't affect me with that. But when I was doing a very narrow, um, conventional stance, it really threw that off. Like I could definitely tell if I was lighter, I was going forward. I wasn't able to sit back as hard or I'd have to really think about sitting back. And 
Yeah, now when I stick around like that two, two eighteen, and I'm coming from two thirty, it's really not that big of a deal. But there was a couple times that I did like a fall meet, and I would be sitting at like two o five through the summer, which for me at six two is very lean and not ideal for powerlifting. Tell you that, I uh, almost bombed out of a squat because I couldn't I couldn't sit back. I just I couldn't find my center of gravity. I just could not find it. And I really don't want to have to deal with that again if I'm going to do a push-pull. So probably for the prep, I'll stick to like a 5-3-1 method. I'm going to try to uh, stick with that method but modify it a little bit for just a push-pull. Um, maybe I'll just mix in the leg days but not go as heavy but stick to like the same rep scheme so that I can stay with the 5-3-1 maybe not do squats and do leg press or something um, just to supplement my like the core work that goes into doing a, a big uh, a, you know one of the big three so maybe I'll incorporate that just so that I can stick with it and uh, you know get some big big wheels for thighs because that's the ultimate goal you know try and get these legs as big as possible but yeah maybe even for another episode once I figure out what I'm going to do for the prep I'll uh kind of dive in to what I decide to do for that prep but like I said I'm going to stick to a 531 it seems to be like my that's what my body reacts to the best for really heavy training for a meet but yeah so that's how I transition from the summer into the winter like I said it it's really it's changed a little bit this year just because I have the home gym but it's working out pretty well so that's gonna wrap up this episode I appreciate everybody listening make sure that you subscribe to us at wherever you get your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, anything like that. Should be pretty easy to find us. Um, follow me on Instagram, To My Hobbies Podcast, Brian Althorpe Media, Brian Althorpe. I'm going to be posting all the episodes from the audio on YouTube as well at Brian Althorpe Media. There's a bigger audience there than was on my Too Many Hobbies YouTube page, so I've switched to putting all the episodes up on Brian Althorpe Media, and that seems to be doing well. I appreciate everybody tuning in to this episode. Make sure that you review the episode and the, the podcast in general on Apple Podcasts. It helps us reach a lot more people. Thank you, guys. We'll catch you guys on the next episode.